So your ads are working great one day, book sales are up, royalties are up, your cost per clicks are great, your click through rates are really strong. The next day though, sales are down, royalties are down, the cost per clicks on your ads are up, the click through rates are down. What's going on? Why are the results so volatile? Why are your sales and page reads and royalties fluctuating all over the place? Why is there no stability? All of this boils down to one factor, ad variance. And in this episode, we're going to be breaking down what ad variance is and more importantly, how to combat it. Let's discuss. Welcome to the Author Ads Academy podcast. This is episode number 17. I'm your host, Matt Holmes. And if you're brand new here, thank you for checking out the Author Ads Academy podcast. Great to have you here. And I wanted to be spending some time with you today. And if you're a returning listener, thank you and welcome back to the episode. I really appreciate you continuing to support this podcast. So I hope you're having a fantastic week. Now, before we jump into things, if you're struggling with planning, tracking and optimizing your ads on Facebook, Amazon or BookBub or all three platforms, maybe my free author ads toolkit can help. It's a collection of five resources that I've built and still use myself to this day and I use them on a daily basis. So there's the three by three Facebook ads blueprint, there's the Facebook ads planning tool, there's the ads and royalties tracking tool, the audience targeting and tracking tool, as well as the one page ad strategy template. So these are really powerful resources to help you track, analyze and optimize your ads and you can grab them all for free by going to matthewjhomes.com forward slash toolkit. So let's move on then to the main content of today's episode, which is all about ad variance. Now, if you're seeing your results from your ads fluctuate all over the place, you know, one day you've got 10 sales of your books, the next day there's 35 sales, the next day there's three sales. You're probably wondering, as I've done in the past, what's going on and how can I stop this from happening? Now, the short answer is you really can't stop it. Your ads are being seen by different people every single day. Now, even if these people share the same interests, they are not the same people and they're going to react differently to your ads. Just take Facebook ads, for example. They're going to show your ads to different pockets of people within your target audience, your selected target audience. And they're going to be testing to see how your ads perform in these different pockets. Some people are going to resonate with your ads and they're going to return lower cost per clicks than others. Other pockets, though, they're not going to resonate quite as much with your ads and they're going to return a higher cost per click. It does go a little bit deeper than that, but that's the crux of it, really. And if your Facebook ads find pockets of people who resonate with your ads and they go on to buy your book, your book is going to achieve a higher sales rank on Amazon. That's assuming, of course, that you're sending people from your Facebook ads to your book product page on Amazon, which is what I recommend you do. And therefore, you're going to get more visibility on Amazon and generate more organic sales. If, however, Facebook ads show your ads to a pocket of people who don't resonate with your ads and only generate one sale that day, because the Amazon sales rank updates hourly, that one sale from your Facebook ad isn't going to do much for your organic sales because your rank is going to drop. So you're going to make less sales overall that day. There's also a different number of advertisers on Facebook at any one time and Facebook only has a limited amount of inventory to show your ads on. So they're not going to bombard all their users with 
thousands or millions of Facebook ads on their Facebook news feeds. They want to make it a platform for networking and connecting with friends and family. They don't want it to be an all-out ad platform. So they've got to be careful about how many ads people see on their news feeds and in other areas of the Facebook ecosystem, such as Instagram. In periods such as Black Friday, Cyber Monday and Christmas, advertisers swarm to Facebook and you're likely to see a rise in your cost per clicks during that time. It's a simple supply and demand sort of situation, really. And, you know, high demand is going to drive your cost per clicks up and low demand is going to reduce the cost per clicks. Last year, for example, 2020, when the lockdown first came in, lots of big advertisers pulled all their advertising spend from Facebook. And this created some really, really nice low cost cost per clicks because there wasn't the demand there. But there was lots of supply because these big advertisers have pulled all their ad spend from Facebook. So that's just one example of how the demand on Facebook ads has an impact on your cost per clicks and your overall performance of your ads. The same is true with Amazon ads. There's only a limited number of placements on Amazon where your ads are going to show. And if a lot of authors are trying to advertise their books in the same placements, you want to advertise your book, that's going to increase your cost per click. So if you haven't bid high enough, you're going to lose the auction and your ads won't appear at all, or your ads are going to appear so far down the sponsored products carousel that no one is going to even see your ad. And also bear in mind that new books are launched to Amazon every single day and Amazon does favor new releases over older books and gives them more visibility on their platform. So depending on how many books are launched on any given day that you're advertising, that could affect your ad performance. So that's a really quick and dirty rundown of why ad variance occurs. Now let's look at some actionable ways you can actually reduce the impact ad variance has on your ads. So there's really two sort of answers, if you like, to combating ad variance. There's the actionable answer, which is what I'll talk through first. And then there's the, the answer that I prefer really and it's the one I sort of recommend you lean towards it's more of a mindset answer all will become clear in a minute when I talk about that second option that second answer so let's start first with the actionable answer to ad variance and it really is to just increase volume so what do I mean by this well stability with ads seems to come from larger audiences so that's more targets, it's being more broad with your targeting, particularly on Facebook. If you have exclusions, so you're excluding audiences, you could try removing those. If you're only advertising on certain placements, such as the Facebook newsfeed, you could try using automatic placements instead. Or with Amazon ads, if you're only running sponsored product ads on Amazon, try running some sponsored brand ads as well, providing you have at least the three books needed for the sponsored brand ads. Overall volume seems to give you more stability, which sort of makes sense, right? If you're super targeted, you have less opportunity for people to actually see your ads. For example, if you're targeting 50 individual books using the product targeting option on Amazon ads, although I do love product targeting, so targeting by ASIN, you're putting a lot of reliance on those 50 individual books that you're targeting to get enough eyeballs on them in any given day. 
So their sales rank has got to be high enough to generate the traffic needed to be able to even see your ads. So people would actually come onto the pages of these books you're targeting and see your Amazon ads in the sponsored product carousel. Now category targeting ads on Amazon can be a great way to cast a wide net and get your book out in front of lots of different people within a specific category that you select when you're setting up your category targeting ad. The same with Facebook ads. If you're targeting a very specific audience that has an audience size of less than 100,000 people, that's very niche for Facebook ads. That's a very small audience for Facebook ads. And yes, niche is good, but the Facebook ads algorithm over the past, I'd say, one to two years is starting to favor larger audiences. And personally, I'm seeing better results with larger audiences than smaller audiences today. If you're using lookalike audiences on Facebook, you could try increasing the percentage from a 1% lookalike to a 1% to 2% lookalike. Or you could even do a 0% to 2% lookalike audience to make it even bigger. So when you're super specific, it's very hit and miss with your targeting. You could either absolutely nail it and get stellar results, or you could get no results whatsoever. But with the larger audiences, you're likely to stay in the middle of those extreme variables of hit and miss. So that's the actual answer really, is to think about volume and how can you increase the sizes of your target audiences. Now let's move on to my favorite answer, which may ruffle a few feathers, but my favorite answer to this question of ad variance is to not worry about it. Now, you're probably thinking, why would I not care about the fluctuation in performance of my ads? This affects the results of my business, my author career, the profitability of my ads. But, you know, caring about the volatility of the results of your ads is something you can choose to worry about or something you can choose to not worry about. It's a choice you can make. What really matters and affects the success of your business, your career and the performance of your ads is the results over an extended period of time. It is not the day-to-day results from your ads. There is absolutely no difference between consistently selling 40 books per day, every day, over the course of a month, versus one day selling 40 books, the next day selling 23 books, the next day 16 books, the next day 58 books, and it averaging out to 40 books sold per day. At the end of the month, there is absolutely no difference at all. Clearly, that example is slightly exaggerated, but you get my point. It's not the day-to-day results that matter. It's the results over an extended period of time that actually matter. I know it's hard not to care about these fluctuations in performance, but I think it's also incredibly important to the success of your ads. If you're looking at your ads every other hour throughout the day, I'm guilty of this, believe me, and you're getting super stressed tearing your hair out thinking about what you can do to rectify the situation when sales are down one day you're you're very susceptible to jumping into your ads dashboards all guns blazing and making changes and adjustments to your campaigns that actually are going to have a negative impact on the performance of your ads if an ad performed poorly yesterday that doesn't really mean anything you need to look at data over an extended period of time The beauty of doing this is that you can actually spot patterns in the data too. So if you see that performance has been dwindling away for the past two to three weeks, a month, yes, that's a good sign that things are possibly ready for tweaking. But if you're looking at data from yesterday or the day before, 
or a specific day, then you're looking at it in a vacuum. Look at the bigger picture. Look at how things have been performing over an extended period of time. Work on averages, fortnightly averages, monthly averages, and assess the results and performance based on these longer time frames. Ultimately, there is very little you can do about adverance and remove it completely and get consistent results every single day. So my advice really is to just not care about it and work on averages over extended periods of time rather than the day-to-day. -day. I mentioned the actionable things you can do to reduce adverance, mainly increasing volume. But the truth is, while these tactics will definitely help, there are so many external factors that can and will affect the results of your ads today that are completely out of your control. They're not gonna have an impact over a one or two month period that much, but today, any given day, there could be a big news story that breaks, it could be a beautiful sunny day and everyone is outdoors, away from their phones and computers. Perhaps a big traditionally published author has just released a book and their publishers have launched a huge campaign spending thousands of dollars per day on Facebook and Amazon ads. They're targeting the same audiences that you're targeting, with your $50 per day budget, but they're only running it for a week. They're going all in for seven days and then they're cutting the ad spend. So unless you're doing your due diligence and you're keeping an eye on all the authors in your genre, there's no way you could know that this publisher was going to launch the next big book today. And there's all the self-published authors as well that are releasing books on a daily basis and they're going big on their ad spend as well. There's so little you can do about ad variance and it really, it really doesn't matter. You can just let things go up and down each day and track the long-term data and make decisions based on the long-term data and not the day-to-day -day data. Trust me, your life is going to be so much better for it if you just don't worry about ad variance. I know it's tough. I know it's hard not to care about it. I've been there. But trust me on this one. Don't worry about ad variance. Just enjoy the ride. So that's what I've got for you today. And as always, I put together show notes for today's episode. You can access by going to matthewjhomes.com forward slash episode 17. That's the number 17. And as always, if you have any questions about what we've covered today, you can also message me directly from the show notes page. Now, on next week's episode, I'm going to be sharing a case study with you about a recent book launch I did and how I combined ads with promo sites. And we'll talk about how you can structure your book launches and promotions to maximise the effectiveness of combining ads with promo sites. I love these case study episodes and looking at the stats for the podcast, you do too. So I'm really looking forward to sharing all of this with you next week. If you haven't already done so and you found today's episode valuable, I would really, really appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever podcast player you're listening on today. And if there's something in this episode that you feel a friend of yours, an author friend of yours would benefit from, please do share this episode with them. Thank you so much. And thanks again for listening to today's episode. I hope you've got a lot of value out of it. And I'm going to leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week marketing, and I'll see you again for another episode real soon.